Fucking hell, man. All right, welcome to the... <laughs> welcome to the unofficial new season of Thursdays are for the boys. Um, reason why you got that aggressive-ass intro... Yeah, what the hell was that? It's because Charlie decides to... Oh, there you go. I'm Fuck. back. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I got I disconnected. Talking, I was just talking to the fucking listeners about how you're such a um, dumbass bitch and you're cuckold and no girl will ever love you. And then Shut up, man. they only want you for your Fender Shrag guitar. <laughs> just what every girl wants, dude. <laughs> All right. This is the new season. I um, It's kind of um, impromptu. As well, because if I thought this was going to be the new season, I would have actually ended the first season. We kind of but lost the- motivation for a while. Yeah, but then we got put on Spotify. So we're lit. We're yeah, lit. now we're going to be doing this for the rest of our lives. You get off my cock. What are you, the fucking feds, man? Oh, shoot. Wait, okay. I'm not going to look at your guys' albums. I, I like, look. Uh, do we say what we're gonna do? Can I explain it? What the fuck are you talking about, Crow Magnon? You already looked at my album. <laughs> Not really, though. I only I only looked at like some of the last ones. <sighs> well, you're gonna have to eventually. Oh, not really. All right. Is that that, that leads us into what the fuck we're gonna be doing? So, I'm sure the, all all like eight of you <laughs> that listen to this, um. Remember when we did the '80s albums, the best albums of the '80s, and then we set them up in a tournament. We're doing that, but instead of the '80s, it's the '70s this time. Woo-hoo. We're gonna have like three times as many albums, probably. Yeah, because I very purposely picked shit that you guys didn't pick or wouldn't pick, and then you guys both have three for each year. About. Levi's flexing his music knowledge on everyone. I mean, slightly, yeah. You know so much music, Levi, that gets me so wet. It gets you wet? Yeah. Okay. That sure is is a physical wonder. Alright, let's start. I'm doing mine first, because fuck you both. Um, 1970. Cut to it. The only album I really put for this was Bitches Brew by Miles Davis. Um, that one's kind of bad. You know what? You're kind of bad. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. fucking kill yourself. It is in... For those of you who don't know, Bitches Brew is... Um, it's an abstract jazz improvisational album. With like twenty minute songs, Josh and I both really love it, and Charlie hasn't listened to it. Charlie's gonna hate it just right. because he listens to Leonard Skinner, but we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. I'm so sorry, that, buddy. Uh, can I go next? We'll go. Yes, you can. Okay. So for 1970, I have three albums. This is. Probably my year that I pick, like, the most, uh, I don't know, like, popular albums, or, like, really popular albums. I picked 
After the Gold Rush by Neil Young, uh, American Beauty by Grateful Dead, and Abraxas by Santana. Uh, uh, you fool, are we doing No, we three? just want to talk about the best ones. Yeah. Uh, I do fuck with Santana, though. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. I don't think Santana would win this round just because the other two are really good, but I don't know which would win between American Beauty and After the Gold Rush. I say Neil Young, to be completely honest. What do you say? Um, so for not, you want me to do mine? Uh, I didn't talk about Plus them, he? like, at all. Charlie, oh, shut the fuck well. up. All the fine young Aryan man is talking. Abraxas by Santana is like a Latin jazz American psychedelic rock fusion album. And it's really good. And then American Beauty, everyone knows that album. And then After the Gold Rush is probably one of the best folk rock albums of all time and my favorite Neil Young album. So. I vote Neil Young. E- yeah, but then Charlie, I, I just looked at his. Then there's another album that I know would win, and I don't want that album to go ahead of my Grateful Dead album. All right, so are we are we doing mine now, or is the Aryan boy still talking? You can go. Okay, great. Thanks for giving my speaking permissions. Um. All right, so I had Black Sabbath's Paranoid, um, Adam Hart Mother by Pink Floyd, and I also had American Beauty. No, you didn't. Um, you had Working Man's Dad. <laughs> no, you, you I changed didn't. it. I oh, that's the next Beauty. year. Working Man's Dead didn't come out in '71. You, fucking... you idiot! It came out in 1970. <laughs> let's let's take it one year at a time, please. <laughs> I know that Charlie's um pure incompetence. Working Man's Dead release release date June 14th, 1970. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I'm glad it worked out. This way. We'll delete I'm that glad one. It worked out this way. I'm glad it worked out this way. Cause... Yeah, go fuck yourself. Wait, which one are you gonna wait? Can you discuss which one you think is gonna move on? Um. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, hard. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Adam Hart Mother actually. Why? Actually, you know what? actually, you know it now. American Beauty. Okay, thank you. American Beauty is better. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Levi. <laughs> I was gonna shit all over that opinion. Okay. Not to say that Adam Hart Mother is a bad album. I don't think any of the albums on this Google Doc are bad albums in any way. Okay, good for you. Josh. Holy shit. Alright, All right. 71. Um I my two albums for seventy one were Pieces of a Man by Gil Scott Heron, the fucking goat, man. Um and What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. I feel like what's going on is kinda cheating. Cause it's such a fucking like staple of the R&B funk community. Yeah, I, I didn't put that one because I knew you would. Yeah, but I'm I'm still going to do Pieces of a Man, though. That album is just like... Dude. 
Oh, shit. Well, you had it, too. Yeah, I'm probably going to go now. So, yeah, I had uh, Pieces of a Man as well. And then I had Sly and the Family Stones. There's a riot going on. And then Funk- Funkadelic Maggot Brain. Have you guys listened to that album? Yeah, I actually no. have. I didn't know you liked Funkadelic. I do like Funkadelic, especially Cosmic Slop. I'm not sure if I put it on this list. Wait, 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 wait. While we're still on Funkadelic, I found an album on vinyl um, in my basement. Wait, really? Oh. I can hear him. He's making noises, but he's away from the microphone. Yeah, because I was looking for it. I'm retarded. I mix them up with Parliament. It's okay. Basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Fun- Funkadelic Maggot Brain, though, is like a rare album if you get an original of it. It's like $100-ish. I'm such a fucking cheapstake when it comes to spending money on albums. Oh, speaking of expensive albums, uh, Pieces of a Man, I found that just the other day, like last week, for $3. It was an original pressing. Speaking of expensive shit, <laughs> my Fender Stratocaster. Fuck you and your Fender Stratocaster. Okay. Talk about your albums. Not your fucking guitar. Fuck you. So I have a Fender Stratocaster. and um, I'm so close to just like ending this entire podcast. <laughs> I'm going to pick Funkadelic Maggot Brain because uh, because Josh already picked Pieces of a Man. Actually, wait, no. If if we give this one two votes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Pieces of a Man as well because I want that one to go like way ahead. It is a really fun. We're kind of snubbing Marvin Gaye right now, though. That kind of sucks. Are we really snubbing him, though? Is What's Going On really a better album than Pieces of a Man? Uh, Objectively, a little bit. But, like, I enjoy Pieces of a Man a lot more listening to it. Yeah. I, I just think that... Like... The emotion in Gil's guy here, because he's not even like the best singer. But it's like it reminds me of Jimi Hendrix. It sounds like he's talking, like uh, singing at the top of his range the whole time. Yeah, it's like yeah. on um fucking the ones. Yeah, the biggest fucking song on there. Can't even remember the name, but um, Lady Day, uh, John Coltrane, Lady Day, something whatever. No, or Revolution Will Not Be Televised? No, the fucking other one, man. I'm Which... on my way home. That, that one. Uh, home is where the hatred is. Yeah, yeah, that one. I can see what you're saying. Like, he does really kind of sound like Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. And same t- Well, shit, Jimi Hendrix died in like 71, didn't he? Where was it, 70? 71. Bro, that's so fucked up, man. I need to check, back check myself quick, though. I'm pretty sure it was 71. Because it was after Woodstock. No, it, was af- it was after um, Band of Gypsies. And him and um, Joplin died around the same time. Yeah, in the same place for the same reason. 
Nope, he died in 1970. Fuck. Okay. He died like four months after Band of Gypsies, I think. Dude, imagine if he was still alive. I mean, he'd be like old as fuck. Mmm, shit. I should have put that on the list. What the fuck? Okay. We did uh, snub Hendrix. Early, you want to go? Alright, yeah. So, um, I had, uh,. I had Rolling Stones, Sticky Fingers, and Led Zeppelin 4. Because you just had to be different, um, didn't you? I've heard of the first one, not that second one. So, you've never heard of Led Zeppelin 4? Let me tell you all about <laughs> oh, Led Zeppelin fuck. okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I feel like if I'm, like, if... A, a single Rolling Stones album is gonna get it. It's gonna be Sticky Fingers. Um, but you're not gonna put Sticky Sticky Fingers better than Led Zeppelin Four. I am going to put Sticky Fingers better than Led Zeppelin Four because Led Zeppelin Four, like, I mean, it's not their best work. Like, it's a really good album, but it is is it Led Zeppelin's best work? No, nowhere close. So, like, what's Led Zeppelin's best work yeah. then? I don't know. I'd say like two. Is that acceptable? Uh, I guess I enjoy listening to two more than four. I listen to it more yeah. often. All right. But Led Zeppelin 4 is like a grander album. It's a better, like, cohesive album than, maybe not, if you're just looking at it, like, because all the songs on Led Zeppelin 2, like, sound very similar. But, like, I don't know. I I like... Charlie, your 71 pick is already, like, insignificant, because it's already two votes to one. So just just say Led Zeppelin and be a basic bitch. Let's keep this. No, we're Earth we're not we're that. not judging you for for not being obscure. No. Okay. Shut up, bitch. Red Zeppelin, fuck you. We're moving on to seventy two because I want to talk about this album because it's very good. All right. Okay. Seventy two. My two albums were Ben by Michael Jackson when he was still black. Fuck! I dropped my Invisalign. <laughs> <laughs> um and there's this Brazilian album that I stumbled upon. Oh my god, wait, I know it too. Um I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation. Dude, I just I just came across it the other day as well. Dude, it was from like a YouTube playlist and it was them live. They were doing um that one fucking song, but it was it's from the same. I I almost put it. I know exactly what you're talking about. You said Brazilian album in 1972. Wait, let me find it. Yeah, I I uh fuck. How do you even say? Acabu by Novos Bayanos. That pronunciation was very bad, but it is it's okay. Um, yeah, I can't even find it. Where where is it? But... Dude, I was. I was on the um, I was on the dark side of YouTube, just going through like random, random albums and shit, and then I found a video with him doing this one song, and now I'm gonna look it up, cause it's gonna get on my nerves. 
fuck. What you know that? what? I found a different Brazilian album from 1972. Maybe it's not Brazilian. Fucking casual. Yeah. Clave de Esquina by Le, Le Borge. I don't know. I don't know. It's really cool though. It's like acoustic and stuff, and the cover is really good. No, Brazil has some gold. Yeah, it does actually. Like, have you ever heard of Papo's Blues? Yeah. Yeah. All right. no. Wait, no, I think they're from Argentina actually. Yeah. Uh-huh, I was gonna say. Um no, but this album is really it's like really, really good. It's it's one of the cleanest albums I've heard from like this time period, if that makes sense. The sound is very clean. Like sonically? Yes. And like the lead vocalist she her voice isn't overbearing. It doesn't um, take over the mix ever. Like, the the mixing on this album is fantastic, and I want you two to listen to this shit. Can you send me a link? Like, after the... Just copy-paste it. Alright. But yeah, it's, um, it's a pretty acoustic Brazilian album. The melodies are really fast. It's a it's a real dancey album. It's really strong. Cool. Okay. Um, nineteen seventy two is probably like it's like one of my favorite years from the seventies. Like all three of these albums, I would rate a ten out of ten if I were to rate them. Uh, the first one is. Pink Moon by Nick Drake. Second one is Egg Bamyasi by Can. And then Transformer by Lou Reed. All I know is Nick Drake. You don't know Lou Reed? I mean, I've heard that name. I just never cared enough to be like, oh, he's... I'm going to turn on that new Lou Reed. He's in the Velvet Underground. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and then he he did like a, I guess it's kind of like a glam rock album, but it doesn't really sound like glam rock. It's just like kind of gay or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, damn. All right, I'll talk about Nick Drake first. So he was like, I just heard Anchor make a noise. Uh, Nick Drake was like. A guitarist from Britain, like a folk guitarist, and he was like a really good like finger style dude. And he made two albums before Pink Moon, but he he got like nowhere in the music industry, and he got like really, really, really depressed, and then made Pink, Pink Moon, and then like overdosed on his antidepressants. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't he die like almost right after Pink Moon came out? Yeah, he. It didn't even come out, I don't think. I think he died before it released. Oh, shit. That's fucking metal, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's metal as fuck. Uh, and then the U.S. made, like, a compilation of Nick Drake in, like, the mid-'80s, and then Volkswagen... Charlie keeps leaving. Oh and then Volkswagen put 
one of his songs. I think it was Pink Moon into um like their commercial and then that song blew up. It's such a good album though. And then Can Pardon. is fucking hell, man. <laughs> God damn. Alright, I don't know if this is gonna be like sustainable. Alright, keep talking, Levi. Uh Can is a German band from Nuremberg. They're or no. I think they're from Nuremberg. I'll just look it up. Um, but they're a, like a kraut, kraut rock band, I guess. And it's like it's really cool and experimental, and the drummer is amazing. Cologne, sorry, it's from they're from Cologne. Talk about and, Lou Reed now. Yeah. Okay. And then, so the album Transformer is named after when Lou Reed he went to high school in New York in the fifties, I guess. And when they found out he was gay, they like put him through electroshock therapy to like Holy try and fuck. Yeah, reverses homosexuality, <laughs> I guess. So. This was also kind of him, like, formally coming out. That sounds like a supervillain fucking backstory. Yeah, seriously. They put him through electro shock. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, and the the song Walk on the Wild Side, I don't really love that song that much, but it, it blew up. It got, like, it got, or it placed one on the U.S. billboard. Number one, so kind of dope. All right, so we lost Charlie. Um, yeah, it looks like it's just gonna be you and me. Like last time, we did one of these lists. Yeah, seriously, should we just should we just read Charlie's list as we go down? Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, and then we'll just pick the best one. <laughs> that's kind of fucking funny. You're not allowed to add shit to it, though. Yeah. Alright, um... 72, right? I'm not stupid, right? Yeah, okay. Rise and fall of Ziggy Star... Wait, no, we need to... We need to run... We need to... Oh, oh, shit, you meant for Charlie's. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Alright, rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. I don't know what the fuck that is, I'm sorry. That's the David Bowie album. I don't listen to a whole lot of Bowie, but the Bowie. That's a really good album. I mean, he doesn't really. He didn't really make bad albums. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Bowie. Bowie's goaded. I just never heard that one. Um, That's like his one of his most popular. It's it's no. You've heard the song Starman, though. Probably. There's a star man. You gonna do the whole thing for us? <laughs> no, it's up. Um, obscured by clouds. Don't know what um, that is either. That's a Pink Floyd album. It, 
kind of blows. It's kind of bad. Floyd kind of blows, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, I mean, they have some great albums, but they also have some dog shit albums. Pink Floyd's too overrated. If they weren't as overrated, I feel like I'd see them in a better light. Uh, I I got some... No. No, never mind. People put them on the same level as the Beatles, and I just don't see it. Uh, I can see it with their later stuff, but not, not anything before... Dark Side of the Moon. Like, Dark Side of the Moon is kind of discredited now because it's, it, it's like, so popular and, like, oh, if you like Dark Side of the Moon, you're, like, fake. But... Just be but, smart and don't mention fucking Pink Floyd in front of an art school student. Yeah. Uh, And then Harvest by Neil Young. We're just gonna say Neil Young. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. I would give it to David Bowie, though. True. I mean, I, if I heard it, I'd probably say Bowie, but because I, I think I think that's a better album than Harvest. Like objectively, I I I listen to Harvest more often because Neil Young is like one of my favorite artists ever. Oof. Wait, no, but after the Gold Rush would be Harvest, anyways. All right, just just give it to Bowie then. Alright, Bowie it is. Alright, 1973. Um, we, we've we got the same album here. I also had Deliver the Word by War, but um, it's not as good as Headhunters, just objectively. It's a worse album. So Headhunters by Herbie motherfucking Hancock. Yeah, the albums that I have are Headhunters by Herbie Hancock. Uh oh, I do put it. Cosmic Slot by Funkadelic. And then King Crimson Lark's Tongues and Aspic. You know it's funny. What's funny, Joshua? Jeffrey got me into um Headhunters. He was playing Jeffrey. Je- Jeffrey C. Mr. Copas. You fucking idiot. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um I was down there in the art room one day, and he started playing. I didn't know that he made, like, normal, like, bebop jazz back in the early 60s, mid-60s. I thought he only did, like, weird fusion stuff in the 70s. There's a live set on YouTube, and I can't even find it anymore, but they did Chameleon. And this, like, petite white girl was going at it (laughs) with fucking Herbie Hancock on the (laughs) face. I was like, what the fuck is this? I love it. That is weird. Um, I'm gonna give... Okay, so King Crimson... That's probably my second favorite King Crimson album. It's really cool and like psychedelic, I guess. And then Funkadelic Cosmic Slop is probably my favorite on this list to listen to because it's just so, like, cool and groovy and mastered really well. So I'm going to give it to that. Even though it'll probably lose to Headhunters. Yeah, because black people, am I right? But I'm... Can, I, can I read his 1973? You, you may. 
because this is oh my fucking god. I just want to <laughs> slap him in the face. <laughs> There's no fucking way he put Leonard skin. <laughs> yeah, so 1973, he has. Wait, what even is this? Is this an album by Leonard Skinner, or is this... Oh, God. <laughs> Leonard fucking... <laughs> oh, let's just give us a Leonard Skinner. Don't even read the other one. <laughs> oh, it, it is an album name. The album oh, name God. is pronounced Leonard Skinner. Oh my god, that's funny. That's funny as shit. He likes Leonard Skinner. Yeah. I'm not really a Leonard Skinner fan. Dude. I'm just gonna say Leonard Skinner now. Just because they told me to say it the other way. Okay, and then the next one he had is Dark Side of the Moon, obviously. And then after that, it's Houses of the Holy. I think we're gonna have to give this one to Leonard Skinner. Oh my god! When I saw <laughs> Leonard Skinner, I fucking came in my pants. I was—I'm <laughs> just overtaken by a state of bliss right now. I'm really sad he's not <laughs> on here. Did we? Should we cut this segment and then like fuse it or whatever you can do to get Charlie back on here? Well, he's having like connection issue, so it's going to do that even if we cut the segment. Oh, that's true. Yeah, screw that then. We'll keep naming the albums. We'll see if we can get them back for, like, the tournament aspect when we start cutting shit. Oh, okay, yeah. Alright. Okay, so... This one is obviously going to go to Dark Side of the Moon, even though I am of the belief that Houses of the Holy is a very... Uh... It's really good. like Charlie would think. What'd you say? Think like Charlie, since this is his list. He would say Dark Side of the Man. Alright. I actually think he'd say Leonard Skinner just to piss me off, but... <laughs> you know, yeah, let's give it to fucking Dark Side of the Man. This is the kid who had Paranoid, Adam Hartmother, and American Beauty, and for the best album, he picked Adam Hartmother. He's a disappointment, man. Okay, and I am underlining D S O T M. All right, seventy four. I only get one smoke on the moving on to nineteen seventy four. Fuck! I hate you. I hate you sometimes. Oh. <laughs> So, I only have one album. This year is kind of a weak year for me. Yeah, same, actually. Oh, I almost put that album, but I didn't, because I knew you would. <laughs> I, I love me some Zappa, man. I put Apostrophe by Frank Zappa. Um, Zappa's one of those interesting guys. That, the first time I saw Frank Zappa, and I didn't even hear any of his music, I thought he made, like, extreme fucking metal rock. <laughs> but... Oh, he does I... kind of have that look. Oh, was I wrong? <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I put this album not really for his like weird poetry, but um, 
he, he as a composer is just I don't even want to say he's underrated because he's not underrated, but like as a composer of the modern age, he's one of. Yo, the... hold up! I need to take my pants off. Oh my! We're getting steamy in here. <laughs> is it also hot in your house? Because it's hot as fucking. Yes. You got hit with storms too. But it was cold this morning, so I was wearing khakis. Yeah, I was outside on a run. Okay, that's much better. All right, yeah, I put apostrophe on here because of, like, the how he can switch from, like, a swing style to um, a rock sound <laughs> so effortlessly. Oh, wait. Uh, for 1973, you're picking Headhunters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a great composed album. I just... I just don't really like when he talks, to be honest. It's kind of weird, but other than that, it's... What are your opinions on, um... Trauma's Replica, since Frank Zappa produced that? He produced it? Yeah. I'm not surprised, actually. I still think he's fucking horrible, don't get me wrong, but, like... He... Yeah, he, like, took Captain Beefheart under his wing, and on his record label, he was like, you can do, like, whatever the hell you want, and I'm going to get your record sold. <laughs> now, you know what Trout Mask Replica reminds me of? Um, it reminds me of those, like, horrible Miles Davis, like, one-off songs. That you can just find on the most obscure parts of YouTube. I've never listened to those because I. They're never... so bad. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like if bitches Brew was just objectively fucking garbage, but he did it on purpose just to piss people off. Which, I guess. I think. I think it's good. <laughs> Whatever. We... Anyway, <laughs> you're in like. We 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 should dedicate a whole album to discussing what what that album is and what it means. Eventually, okay, nineteen seventy four. I have three albums. I have nineteen sixty nine, The Velvet Underground Live. So they recorded that show in nineteen sixty nine, obviously, but then it didn't come out until nineteen seventy four after they broke up. So I put it on there because it's one of my favorite Velvet Underground albums, actually. It also has an ass on the front of it. Uh, the Meters Rejuvenation. You might like that album, actually, Josh. I've never heard it. It's kind of like, uh, I guess it's like funk. Oh, you you know I'm a I'm a funk addict. Yeah, I, I, nine songs, forty four minutes, nineteen seventy four. Um. That's a cool album. And then I have Rush, like the first Rush album, self-titled. I've listened to that album like twice, though. I don't know much about it. I don't either. I've, I've maybe heard one song off of it. And I would agree. <laughs> Fuck. 74 is such a garbage year, not gonna lie. Yeah, kind of, actually. I, fuck, I, I like lost my other list. 
like I had another list of albums and I had to remake this one. I'm glad I had to remake remake mine because mine was just fucking bad. That's why I'm glad we sat on this for so long. We sat on this for like what two months, something like that. It wasn't that long. Was it, it? it was at least a month because it's yeah. it's June 18th. Damn. Summer's flying by. Okay. I'm giving it to Velvet Undergrounds. Even though Rush is probably a better album, but I don't really care about it that much. Charlie didn't have anything for 1974. Would you look at that? The slacker. Fucking slacker. Alright, 75. 75 is an interesting one. Because I... I got put on to this album. Holy fuck, we're going to keep the Doom streak alive. Where we talk about Doom on literally every fucking episode. <laughs> I was going to talk about Doom because on a Minecraft realm I have with Jake, Charlie, and Hank. I listened to like two Doom albums while I was mining, strip mining. Dude, but Doom put me onto this um album because he sampled the song um, Week October... 1971 for um that's the sample you hear on one beer oh shit really i was gonna ask about that yeah that's the um that's literally he just took that song and looped it but dude the rest of the album is so good it's like a french it's almost funk almost disco it's like a weird purgatory because like some songs are slow or, like, more funk-inspired. And there are some fast songs, but... I didn't put any disco on here. Oh, fuck, I didn't even say the name. <laughs> Dude, um, it's called... Alright, another fucking foreign name. Triple Blue by Cortex. Dude, I'm butchering these pronunciations, and it is just fine. Yeah, I mean, you can say your English pronunciation, I don't think. No, but I don't want to go like, tropo, blue. Like, what the- I know the second word means yellow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested in that, though. I'm going to save it. Oh, I spelled this wrong, too. It's E-U, not U-E. Yeah, okay. Cool. For 1970, oh wait, what's your second album? I didn't even have one for a second. Okay. 1975, I had, uh, this year actually kind of sucked for me, because all the albums I would have picked, I know Charlie would have picked. Okay, anyways, uh, Fleetwood Mac, self-titled, that's not really my favorite Fleetwood Mac album. The Basement Tapes by Bob Dylan, and then Neil Young, Zuma. I think I know what you're going to give this one to. Yeah, Zuma. That's not what I thought you were going to give <laughs> Oh, you thought I was going to go to the basement tapes? Yeah. Since you, like, suck off Bob Dylan on a regular basis. Uh, I don't know. I don't think, I don't really think the 70s was his year. Or his decade. <laughs> you fucking slow piece of garbage. I don't really think the 70s was just his decade. I think he hit his stride in the 60s. That, that's really raw, like blues rock. But 
Um, maybe now that I'm thinking of it. No, I'm gonna go to Zuma. That's a really good album. And Cortez the Killer is a good song. I mean, I'm not complaining. Neil Young's the goat, you know. Yeah. I feel like there are a few artists that just have universal respect from everyone. Like, no matter, like, what kind of music you listen to, and that's Kendrick Lamar and Neil Young. Kendrick Lamar is not universally respected. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. I've seen so many, like, comment sections where they're like, this is fucking garbage, man. Listen to um, Slipknot. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Well, that's like... There was a comment on um, that Thundercat song that he did with Kendrick, um, Walk On By, and they were like, Kendrick ruined the song. How? How did he was he made the fucking song. yeah don't don't bring Kendrick onto your onto your song he'll ruin it <laughs> he'll, he'll just he'll just give the best guest verse on your album that's all fucking garbage am I right <sighs> okay Charlie seventy five uh, Pink Floyd baby already off to a great start. Yeah, Wish You Were Here, Blues for Allah, and Physical Graffiti. Uh, Blues for Allah is a album by Grateful Dead. I think he put it in there just because Allah is in the name. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. If we're being real. He would have said something about that. He probably would have said it in a fucking accent. Yeah. Let's just give it some physical graffiti because I refuse to let Pink Floyd win anything. Oh no. What's your here <laughs> that? It's I a good album. Like physical graffiti that much. It's Wish You Were Here's a good album, but like fuck Pink Floyd, am I right? But no. it's it's like a really good album though. It is a great album. That's like a probably, really good it's, it's just like a nine out of ten for me. What's physical graffiti? I actually don't even know what the fuck that is, but <laughs> I was just saying. Oh, it's a Led Zeppelin album. Oh. I don't, I'm not big on Zeppelin. Yeah, so you're stuck between a rock and a hard place now. I know. This is why. This is why <laughs> I'm glad you're doing this. Because if it was just me and Charlie, it would just be like, oh, I don't know that album. For the whole, <laughs> for the whole episode. Yeah, because he wouldn't know any of your, like, weird funk albums and you wouldn't know like a lot of or you wouldn't know much about his like classic rock whatever I'm gonna I'm gonna 2020 is the year that I become rock literate god damn it uh 2019 was the year I became hip hop literate I've only been listening to hip hop for like a year I remember you put juicy on your hip hop playlist I want to just slap you in the face for that. I put who? Juicy by Biggie. Oh, yeah. That's when I was first getting into it. I know. I had to, I had to fix you up real nice. <laughs> real good. Oh, yeah. Speaking of... I know oh, I was talking to you. We're, we're getting into what you were here, right? Yeah. But, you know, speaking of new playlists and shit, I was talking to you. But since we're on Spotify now, I think 
we're going to have a um, playlist that we just edit and keep getting longer. I just... A whole should, I, should, I, you know. should I plug my account name? No, because we're going to make it under mine, you fuckhead. I want, I want them to follow my one playlist, though. Imagine caring about Spotify followers. That is the one fucking app where followers do not mean anything. I have 34 followers on my one playlist, though. Wow, whoop-dee-doo. Yeah, that's that's cool, though, isn't it? Sure. Uh, if you want to follow it, it's called In a Tiny New York City Apartment, In a Tiny NYC Apartment, all lowercase, and it's a picture of Joe Goldberg from the Netflix show You on the front of it. Do you actually watch that show? That was a legitimately good show. I I want to watch it, but I also don't. Also, the vibes were good. Like I know he like kills people and shit, right? Like he's a serial killer. Yeah, he's like a he's like a obsessed stalker, and he lives he he works in a bookstore in New York. Like. Like so, how I th- it looks like. It sounds very indie. Yeah. All right, seventy six. Did we do? No, we did not do seventy six. Okay. Seventy six. Burger King foot. <laughs> um, my two were "Everybody Loves the Sunshine" by Roy Ayers and "Stretching Out Boots Rubber Band" by Boosie Collins. This one is actually the hardest one for me. Because um, I really love both of these. Like, everybody loves the sunshine. Like, fuck the rest of... If you don't even like the rest of this album, the title track, everyone knows that fucking song. And That's the catchy song. I know. Like, if you don't like that song, you're evil. And you should seek help. Uh, I, eh, I'm gonna give it to Bootsy though. I'm gonna give it to Bootsy. That's good for you, Josh. That is good for me. I okay. Don't, I don't have much to say about '76 at all. Um. Okay. '76. I have three really good albums. Uh, two really good albums. One good album. So I have the Modern Lovers self-titled album. I have Ramones self-titled, and Super Eight by the Upsetters. And Super Eight by the Upsetters sounds like it's a metal album or something, but it's actually like a reggae album. And wow. it's like an actually good reggae album. I'm convinced that like. For almost every reggae artist, they just copy paste every <laughs> no, artist except Sister Nancy and Bob Marley. Every other one just fucking copy paste. This one is its own thing. I think it's like called electro reggae, but it's not really that electric or anything. It's just electric guitars. Like I don't, know. It, it's 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 good though. I I recommend it. It it doesn't really sound like anything else I've heard. And I found it 
I discovered it by watching Anthony Fantano vinyl updates. <laughs> the mo- the moment I thought we were going to get through an episode without mentioning Fantano. Yeah, dude. Two rules to this podcast. We have to mention Doom. We have to mention Fantano. Um, Fucking fundamental shit. Modern Lovers. That's such a good album. It's like... It, it kind of sounds like the Velvet Underground, like, a little bit. It's kind of like a, um... Maybe it's, like, kind of rock and roll. It's kind of like proto-punk. It's kind of like New York Undergrounds. I highly recommend that album. The song Pablo Picasso. And then... Ramones is, like, the first punk album, basically. So, I know Charlie has Ramones on his list. Like, I haven't even looked, and I know it's going to be there. You want to just give it to Ramones, then? No, I'm giving it to Modern Lovers. Oh. I love that album. Mm, You're spicy. I like it. And then Charlie has Hotel California, Boston, and Ramones. Of course he has fucking Hotel California. I'm not giving it to Hotel California or Boston. I'm giving it to Ramones. Hotel California might be the most basic bitch project ever. I really like, like, slow, chill, classic rock. <laughs> Who does that sound like? <laughs> I, could, I can name a few people, but I can't really, can I? No, you can't, but I think we're thinking the same group of people. Yeah. Um, seven, um, seven, man. I gave this one to All in All by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Really? Just because I have it on vinyl. No, no real other reason. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to speak for the ethnic children on this one, but if you wake up and any song from this album is playing, you know you're fucked for like the next three hours. Because <laughs> you're, you're going to clean the entire house. <laughs> I don't care what song is playing, but if you wake up to this album, you should like pray that you don't have to um do dishes. Because dishes fucking suck. Dishes tear apart ethnic families. Change my mind. Doing fucking dishes. Yeah, dishes. That has to be the worst chore. Of that the that album cover sucks. It does. A lot of their covers suck. But their music is good. I'll probably listen to that album later, though. I've never, I've never listened to it. Yeah, because there one before that gets all the love. This one doesn't really get love like that. Oh, okay. Okay, seventy-seven is another one of my favorite years. I have. Wait, were you done? Yeah. Okay. I have Marky Moon by Television, Pink Flag by Wire, and The Damned, 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 Damned. That's such a fucking goofy ass. The Damned, 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 Damned. There you go. That's that's pretty funny. That's silly. 
all three of these are like S tier, like God tier punk albums. Like all three of them. Yeah. Have you ever heard anything off of these ones? I actually have. Really? Yeah, they never resonated with me, but that's just my music taste. But I can see why you're saying that. Yeah. Um, man, they're good. Fuck. Okay, I don't think... Fuck. Okay, I'm not going to give it to The Damned. Why? Uh, and now this is becoming like a UK... U.S. like rivalry thing between Wire and Television. I say Wire, man. I got the most enjoyment out of Wire, out of all three of these. Yeah, mm. yeah, maybe. Television is really cool though, and they're from New York. Fuck. Um. What did Charlie put me? Then I'll change. Wait, where is he? Uh, no, it doesn't change shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll give it to Wire. Hooray! I know Pitchfork gave that album a ten. Pitchfork gives a lot of shit a ten for being rude. Yeah, but. That one kind of shocked me when I saw that it gave it a 10. Actually, what they give television? I want to look this up now. Wait, did Pitchfork? Oh, fuck. That was, <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah, that was bad. But, um, Pitchfork? I feel I feel like Pitchfork's the reason why I don't give anything 10s pretty much. We have to do an episode. They gave it a 10. God damn it. We just have to do an episode of Pitchforks. Like, we have to review all of their tins. Oh, that'd be that'd be cool, actually. And then, oh fuck! And then, um, we have to do an episode where it's like we give all of our tins. Yeah. So it's fun. Uh, our top ten ten albums. Bro, let's get back to the shit. I'm getting sidetracked. That that blew my mind. I didn't know they gave television a ten. Wait, what they give the damned? If they gave that a ten as well, that'd be so funny. They're probably gonna give it. A they didn't review it because oh. even there. Are you kidding me? Fuck pitchfork. They don't know shit. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Did they give bandana a five? No, no, that's fucking um. What's the other one that does out of five? It's not Pitchfork, but um, dude, it's not Rachel Music either. Is it? Crap! What's it called? It's on the t- IMDb. No, no, no. Oh, oh, fuck! That's gonna annoy me. Let's look this up. Bandana rating. Pitchfork gave Bandana an eight point one. That's such bullshit. <laughs> that is the most stupid shit I've ever heard. Oh, wait, Metacritic. what'd they give Pinata? They gave an 8.0. Are you serious? 
Yeah, what the fuck? Alright, we're getting wait, some wait, wait, no, no, hardcore. No, no, I, found, I think I found it. Um, Hip Hop DX. Yep, yep, I was right. Yep, they gave it a 5 out of 5. I'm satisfied. <sighs> okay. Freddie Gibbs is a fucking animal. Charlie has Animals, Rumors, and The Stranger by Billy Joel. Uh, Animals by Pink Floyd, Rumors by um, Fleetwood Mac. I like Fleetwood Mac. Rumors is one of my favorite albums maybe ever. <laughs> and al- and Animals I know is one of Charlie's favorite albums maybe ever. Do you think he'd give it to Animals then? Uh, yeah, he definitely would. Alright. But I don't want to give it to Animals. I want to give it to... It's not your list, you cuckoo. Fuck that. <laughs> Rumors is getting so snubbed. <laughs> I don't like I don't like what I'm about to do. Alright. 78. We might as well skip my fucking 78, pretty much. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> I could not find anything from 78. I just gave it to Bob Marley. Nice. Kaya. My 78, I have... Um... Susie and the Banshees, The Scream. That's like a post-punk, goth rock, like Londoner album. And it's really good. Devo, question, are we not men? Answer, we are Devo. And Cross, The Feeding of 5,000. These are all basically punk albums now. Uh, I'm not oh, gonna. Crosses go- are the people that made fucking penis envy. Penis envy, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. They're like they're like hardcore punk. Imagine if cross penis envy was just like a ambient <laughs> fucking album. <laughs> it was like it was like a really relaxing post rock album. That's so dumb. Um, I'm. The Banshees, The Scream, and I'm now realizing that we don't have a single woman on this list. Oh, fuck. We snubbed Jocelyn so hard, man. I know. Well, Jocelyn and Hendrix, man. Well, they both had more stuff in the 70s, or 60s. True. But at least Hendrix. Yeah, I should have abandoned Gypsies. I don't know why I didn't. I'm going to give it to Susie and the Banshees, though. I, I really like that album. That's such a gay way to spell Susie. Yeah, I don't even... I'm not completely sure that's how you're supposed to say it, but that's how I've heard other people say it, so... Holy shit. I just accidentally kicked my guitar. That is okay. All right. Let's see what Charlie had. He only had one album. Some Girls. That's a Rolling Stones album. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck that. (laughs) Well, it's going to move on because he... (laughs) True. Because Bob Marley... All due respect, Bob Marley... um, 
Bob Marley didn't really make. All right, you're not going to agree with this, I think. But Bob Marley made some forgettable ass music. Yeah, he did. I, I did agree with it. I, I, I honestly couldn't name you 10 Bob Marley songs. I only put them on there to just fill up space. Uh, I'll listen to Bob Marley albums like very rarely. I like his son better, to be honest, Damian Marley. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Never listened to him. He had some shit with Nas. My mom had this one bootleg CD that we used to play in the car of like a live show and it was acoustic and it was really cool, but I don't know what it was or how to find it now. Kind of sucks. Yeah, that, that does suck. All right. Okay. Yeah, 79. 79. We're going to finish this shit on a bang, goddammit, because 79 <laughs> is like one of my only great years. So I'm going to go in like from three to one. So three, we got Back to the Eggs by Paul McCartney and the Wings. I fucking love this album, man. I got put on to um I got put on to this album from High Fidelity. That's a show on Hulu. But they play Arrow Through Me. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm not completely sure I have listened to it. It's really good. It's really good. There are a lot of um it's not it's not as much rock. Like it's it's diverse. Um, then for two, we got Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. This is his best album, in my opinion. Suck my fucking cock. But, um, <laughs> I think it's way better than Thriller. It's more organic than Thriller was. I didn't know that came out in 79. I was so happy it came out in 79, because I was like, now I can finally buff my list. Thank God. Um, yeah, CB one. It's kind of funny that he named his album after a Vans logo, though. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, can't help. It's a really good song on here. I think Stevie Wonder wrote it. But yeah, this this is Black Michael Jackson, so we know it's good. <laughs> I'm gonna stop making that joke. <laughs> That's the second Michael Jackson joke I've made in this episode. All right, now my best album, nineteen seventy nine. You know what's funny? What? If you look up the album "Penis Envy" on Google, okay, <laughs> one of one of the little things it says length. <laughs> wow, and it's like forty two minutes or whatever. That's funny. That's funny. But it's a joke. All right, all right. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> the best album for me. 1979, drum roll please. Hiroshima, self-titled. I fucking love this album. Um, it's sitting on the on my floor right now. It's sitting on my wall right now. <laughs> Dude, the, like, there isn't a bad song on this album. Granted, it's short as fuck. It's it's only like what seven songs or something like that. Yeah, but dude, there. The singer, like the female singer, not the guy. The guy's just okay. But 
I don't even know. Yeah, that song Dada. Fire. Room full of mirrors. Fire. Um, Long time or whatever that song was called. Fire. Tycho song. Fire. I'm not even reading these. I'm like genuinely <laughs> just in my head thinking about the songs, man. <laughs> That's the only album I can do that with. Where I don't even have to read it to know the songs. Dope. True. Moving on. Oh wait. Um. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna ask which one you're picking, but that's a dumb question. Okay. For 1979, I have Gang of Four, Entertainment, Bauhaus, The Bella Session, and Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures. Gang of Four Entertainment sounds like a porno. Yeah, it kind of does. It's like a post-punk, new wave, kind of... I guess it's a punk album. It's really good, though. Let me see what Pitchfork gave it while, while, we, while I have it up. I do know Unknown Pleasures. That is the one I do know. They gave it a 9.5. They gave Unknown Pleasures a 10. I know that. Okay, so I'm definitely not going to pick the Bella Session. Even though that's, like, some of the first, like, I guess it's, like, gothic. And it's, like, really creepy. And they're, like, a German band. And that Session is, like, kind of mysterious and weird. I don't like putting the words creepy and German in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too much history. Um, Wait, no, before you even say anything, speaking of German and creepy, there's this fucking show on Amazon Prime, and it's called Hunters. And you need to watch that show, because I want to do You want to hear my neck crack? I do want to hear your neck crack. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? I did. That's nice. Holy shit, we're about to hit 70 minutes. Yeah. I think this is the longest we've ever gone. The other one was 82 minutes. Or no, 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 no. The the Radiohead one was like an hour and a half. Yeah, we're not even done, though. We're, we're, not, we're barely halfway done with this shit. Oh, yeah, shit. You're right. <laughs> okay, so... Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures, is probably going to... Never mind. Fuck that. I'm putting Gang of Four Entertainment. Because I know Charlie has Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures. Oh, wait, but I don't know if he'd make that win. I'm putting Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures. (laughs) Yeah, we can agree on something. For once. Uh, and then Charlie's albums are London Calling, The Wall, and Unknown Pleasures. I got him into, like, half the shit on his list. London Calling and Unknown Pleasures, especially. London Calling by The Clash. Uh, he definitely gives The Wall. By Nostalgia Critic? <laughs> I'm going to write an essay why 
the nostalgia critic version of The Wall is the greatest um, album in the history of like time. <laughs> it's the greatest work of art mankind has ever created. I'm going to like memorize that Fantano skit about nostalgia critics version with, with Cal Chuchesta. I don't. I don't even know his name. I did. <laughs> we don't need this lame ass album. Something, something, something. something. All right, I'm done. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna learn the words and I'm gonna sing it in the next part of this episode. Should we get Charlie back in here? Um, it. Do you want to do this like tomorrow? Because <laughs> it's already like twelve o'clock, and I'm Not sweating really. and I'm hot. Well, shit, I do have to wake up tomorrow early. Yeah, I do too. I'm probably gonna go to the range. All right, all right, fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll do a cut. Keep yeah. recording tomorrow. Yeah, all right. We're gonna take a break, and for the next part, we're gonna do the um. The tournament, and we're going to see what the best album of the 70s was because this is not opinion, this is only fact. And if you disagree, you're a fucking cuckold and you live in your mother's basement. <coughs> um, all right, we're gonna cut. All right, boys, we're back. Uh, it's, it's totally not a fucking completely different day or week um, for that matter <laughs> we've never done that shit before right yeah yeah we have a good work ethic we're, ugh, fuck. we have a good work ethic i promise i have a new wi-fi so hopefully i don't get kicked off in the middle of the recording unless my dad pauses me from the wi-fi <laughs> unless unless you keep being a disappointment Exactly. If I get kicked off, we'll just text you and you can do the rest of my list. Dude, I'm feeling good, man. I just ate a fucking steak. And they're letting off fireworks still. Okay, nice. so Charlie, do you see the, the doc? We chose what we thought you chose what to we choose for the best albums of each year. Yeah, I saw that. Let me look at this. Um. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. Did, did yes. you just go perfectly? But... Yeah, dude. <laughs> I said pick the wall, though. I'm taking credit for that. Yeah. And when, and when you were about you, to pick the, uh, that one, but I didn't want to pick that one. And when you are about to pick the wall the, is definitely... When you are about to pick um the Fleetwood Mac album instead of whatever that was. Holy shit, that car is very loud. But... You know what? You know what? It's fine. It's fine. But, all right, let's get into the rankings, man. So, so now that we have all three of us have chosen one album from the three albums that we chose from each year, and now we're gonna tell them all to each other, bring them up, and unanimously decide which one we think is best to move on to the. Uh, semifinals or top albums, I called it. All right, all 
right. So makes sense. I I, I have an easier list because I'm I know I'm not gonna change anything, so I'll just go first. Uh, bitches brew for seventy, pieces of a man for seventy one. I'm not even gonna say that name for seventy two, but that Brazilian album, um, Headhunters by Herbie Hancock for seventy three, Apostrophe by Frank Zappa for seventy four, Triple Blue by Cortex for seventy five, um, Stretching Out six, All in All by. 77. Don't even count 78 because I don't think Kaya by Bob Marley is the best album of 1978. I just couldn't find anything. Um, <laughs> and Hiroshima self titled for 79. All right, Levi. I have Neil Young after the gold rush for 70. 71 is Gil Scott Heron, Pieces of a Man. 72 is Pink Moon by Nick Drake. 73 is Funkadelic Cosmic Slop. 74 is 1969 The Velvet Underground Live. 75 is Neil Young Zoom. Wait, what the fuck? Why did I choose that? <laughs> I'm changing. I think I might have told you to t- choose that for being real. Oh, okay. I'm fine with it, actually. 76. Actually, no, 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 no. No, I didn't, because I said pick Bob Dylan. You said you, said you were like, no, Zoom was better. What? You said you thought I'd pick Bob Dylan. All right, I'm happy with Which you. Basically the same thing. You know what, Levi? <laughs> I'm uh, glad. 76. Okay? That means I'm right all the time. 76. And if you say I'm wrong, Josh, you're a white supremacist. Up. 76, this is my Modern Lovers, self-titled. 77 is uh, uh, flag by or Pink Flag by Wire. And then 78, Susie and the Banshees, The Scream. 79 is Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures. That's such a gay fucking way to spell Susie. I'm not ever going to get past that. <laughs> S I O U X S I E. All right. What the fuck is that? What is that, man? I swag, swag, American Beauty for 70, 71. I had, um, I, what did we do? Because I remember we talked about this, but we didn't pick one. Should I go with Led yeah. Zeppelin 4? Why would Sticky Fingers beat out Led Zeppelin 4? I don't know. <laughs> we already had this I'm, discussion. There, like, like, it'd probably be... Um, it'd be funny if we said something completely days. different, like, on Thursday. <laughs> I remember that shit. I've got... Um, Dark Side of the Moon for 73. 74 had nothing. Um, 75 had Wish You Were Here. Uh, 76, I had the Ramones self-titled album. Um, 77, I had Animals. 78, um, we're going to ignore that because the only thing I can think of was Some Girls by the Rolling Stones. Um, and 79, we had The Wall. The Wall by Nostalgia. So, let's talk yeah. about 1970 for a second. Our three albums were Bitches Brew, um, After the Gold Rush, and American Beauty. Anyone have any immediate opinions on which album you think is better than the others? 
Should we make our What about yeah, these make- start talking at the same time? American okay. Beauty. Josh. Like I was saying, should we make a fucking argument for situations like this? Where there's no clear where there's no Um I would argue that Bitches Brew is not better than either of them. I think we can roll that one out because it doesn't hold a uh like lyrical importance or like cultural importance that the other two do. Like not even close. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's it's not as important as American beauty. It's that's Thank kind you. of hard though. It's literally a completely different fucking genre of music. Yeah. I guess because bitches brew, bitches brew, is literally like the magnum opus of abstract jazz. But abstract jazz is such like, okay, it did die out, which is why I'm saying that's a hard argument, because like jazz is barely a fucking thing anymore. It just influenced all our other genres, for most. Yeah, it influenced rap. Yeah, which is, um, you know what? No, I'm I'm giving this one to you. Let's say Benji grew up. So now it's between American Beauty and After the Gold Rush. Josh, what have you listened to both of these albums? Uh, Not really. (laughs) Like I've heard some. Okay, who really played? You know, I'm a new fan. So. Okay, so. All right, so Neil Young. <laughs> American Beauty. American Beauty. Charlie, shut up. My only my only argument is just going to be saying the name of the album, American Beauty. American this Beauty sounds cheesy at points to me. And I don't like all the songs. I don't like Friend of the Devil, and I don't like Operator. It's just got Neil Young. Two against one. I think I want to go Neil Young on this one. It's probably his best album. And and Grateful Dead, it's not really an album-based band. They're more of like a live thing and a cultural thing. They didn't really hit their strides with making albums. Yeah, but if if we're talking about any Grateful Dead album, that's their best by far. Yeah. But it's not better than After the Gold Rush. <laughs> okay, fine, bitch. After the Gold Rush. All right. All right. All right. So put that one down. Yeah. yeah. All right, 71. It's it's two against one. I'm not even gonna fucking argue with you, Charlie. <laughs> I refuse to argue. Oh shit! Yeah, that's kind of hard. So wait, Led Zeppelin mm. four is. How is it hard? It's two against one. What the fuck? Because Led Zeppelin four is like one of the biggest albums of all time. But I I agree with you, Josh. I think. Do you want to argue for Led Zeppelin four, Charlie? 
no because I don't even think it's their best work, and I haven't I haven't listened to uh, the Gil, Gil Scott Heron album, so oh. I can't really argue against that. Okay, then it wins. <laughs> All right, yep, put that one down. Um, seventy-two. Wait, what did I pick for seventy-two? I don't. I already know I'm gonna lose. I don't you even put, care. It's you just, put just, Abba Chica. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then it's between uh, Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars or whatever, and Pink Moon by Nick Drake. Uh, I've told you to listen to that album like probably twice or once or something. Is that your fucking argument? Yeah. You just <laughs> violate my ears. That's your argument. Okay. Listen to the nice. Uh, what'd you say, Charlie? Charlie? I said I'll listen to. Oh, okay. Holy shit. Am I not going to get an album on here? That would suck. You got that know, um, You got Bill Scott Heron. True, but you also have that. Yeah. I'm looking at my binom. I'm like, holy shit, this looks weak right now. I can't argue against um, either of your albums, um, but and like in my opinion, I think um, Ziggy Stardust. Like, if it weren't for that album, like, can we really say the music would be where it is today? Like, because it is very, like, incredibly influential. Yeah, but if we were to go by level of influentialness, then neither of the albums we picked would win. That is true. Like, it, it's a it's a good, like, measure to go by, but, like... Actually, yeah, it, it does kind of have that going for it. Um... I I like Pink Moon a whole lot more, like incredibly more, but I think it'd be kind of unfair to put it better than Ziggy Stardust because it's just a more important album. You feel me? Yes. All right. An album on the board. Yes. I'm about to argue tooth and nail for 79. You already feel this shit coming in. Charlie, why are all of yours bolded? Because Charlie, fuck up, disappointment. Right. We're good. Because I, I wrote it in notes and then I copied it in the, and I, I guess it just did that. So for 1973. everything that you do, Charlie? All right, Josh, your album from 1973. Fuck, my pages are all spent. All right, Headhunters. Okay. I think Herbie Hancock. My Headhunters only has like a couple songs right, but it has like three. Yeah, but they're long. It's just Cosmic Slop, I think. Or wait. Like Chameleon alone. Fuck the other songs. Like. Chameleon is such an important song 
for any like bass player. If you play the bass and you've never heard Chameleon, I think your opinion's irrelevant. So, um, do any of our seven listeners play the bass? I don't think so. <laughs> chameleons, chameleons, or chameleons are distinctive and highly specialized uh, lizards with 202 species described as described of as June. Wait, what the fuck? Did you just fucking class reptilia family? Uh, okay, shut the fuck up. Discovered 1815. Length. Ver- Shut the fuck <laughs> up before I eat your ass. Nobody gives a flying fuck when chameleons were discovered. Dude, I'm kind of feeling so to see how every bass pilot, bass player needs to. We're gonna go to um, New York, right? And we're gonna do a fucking in quotation marks social experiment. We're gonna stop people on the street, right? It would be like two questions: Do you play the bass? If they say yeah, then the follow-up question, have you heard Chameleon? If they say no, we have every right to shoot them. Right. Are we really right. right now? I could walk on the Fifth Avenue, shoot someone in the face, and I wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> That's a Donald Trump quote. Oh shit! See, uh, Dark Cut seventy three. Like that's not even an argument. Swag, I agree. Eat my ass! I just spent like five minutes arguing. Okay, whatever. Fuck you. But guys. it's Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Fuck because you. it's good base. <laughs> okay, I'm really not about to get shit on this list, dude. Did you have apostrophe? For yeah, I do. 74, yeah. Alright, you might win this one. I don't have an argument. I don't know any. You don't even have a fucking outfit for 74. That's hence the reason I don't have an argument. This is some bullshit. Dude, the only one I win is a handicap. This is some fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Dude. Um, I had I had an album, but it was it was more like uh Kind of like a fun list. Like I don't think it's like a super amazing album or anything. It's just a live album from a band that already broke up. So Frank Zappa easily wins this one. Uh, I had the Velvet Underground live for my 1974. Even though that's kind of cheating because it, it it happened to come out in 1974, but it was recorded in 1969. So it all depends on the release date, man. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Apostrophe by Frank Zappa wins this year. Mm-hmm. Correct. I'm not even going to argue for 75, because I already know I'm going to fucking lose. Charlie's going to suck off Pink Floyd. <laughs> what did I pick? Oh, yeah, Zima. I don't have a problem with Pink Floyd when he was one, actually. Yeah, I don't either. It's between Josh's random French album, Zuma by Neil Young, and um, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. 
I love how you said random French album. Levi's a racist. <laughs> yeah, I hate French people. Especially a particular one. Let's not talk about <laughs> the, the one who we mentioned on a very early episode of this podcast. Yeah, I'll say your fucking name again. Point. Fuck you, Emma Jacob. So <laughs> <laughs> I only put this album on because of Doom. <laughs> That's literally the reason. I mean, it's a good album, but I wouldn't even have found it if it wasn't for Doom. So yeah, Pink Floyd. Fucking Floyd. Man. Okay, so 1976, we had um, stretching out booties, stretching booties. out, stretching out, stretching out assholes by Beastie Collins, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then we also had Modern Lovers <laughs> self-titled, and we had Ramones self-titled. Actually, can I change mine? I got a different one. I, see, yeah, I want to do Everybody Loves the Sunshine because I think that's low-key a better album. I'm I'm still gonna lose. I just want to change it. All these albums are good though, which is what makes it hard. You've heard Everybody Loves the Sunshine, right? Uh, I haven't sat down and consciously listened to the whole album. Alright, that's fair. It's not really profound. The music is good. I think this one is between Ramones and Modern Lovers. And uh, what do you have to say about that album, Charlie? Which one, Ramones? Influential, yeah, but I don't want to give it to that just because it's influential. I was about to say that can't be your only argument for that album. See, my problem with the Ramones is that it kind of sounds like shit, like objective, <laughs> like it's it's not a good album. Like it's, I guess it's okay. Like Blitzkrieg Bop is a good song, and but like it kind of sounds bad. Like it's it's not. <laughs> It didn't age well. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the lyrics aren't great. Uh, I guess you kind of have to give it to them that they made that album for like $4,000. Which is nothing. But like there was more influential punk than Ramones even at that time. Yeah. So, Modern Lovers. Yeah, I think I want to give it to them because I like enjoy listening to that album way more. That's kind of a unpopular opinion, though. Put in. Okay. There we go. All right, 77. Animals. Don't look at me. I mean, actually, you could. Wait, what even is that? I don't think I know that. Earth, Wind, and Fire. You never know fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire? 
I need to see the um. Uh, this is I, the one where you said the album cover looks like shit. Yeah, I I've I've heard songs from this. I I've heard their other albums though. Because they're better. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty good album, I would say. Does it beat? No, no. Either of our albums, doesn't. though. No, it doesn't. So for nineteen seventy-seven, I had like three of the some of the best punk albums of all time. Um, and I picked. Pink Flag by Wire because it's like probably the most sonically pleasing. It's the most well performed. It's politically driven. It has amazing lyrics. Um, it has. Dude, you've heard fucking Pink Flag before. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. But I'm making an argument as to why. Why? Well, why I think it beats animals? Because I think Pink Floyd has better albums than Animals. When I first heard Animals, I was like, "This shit's amazing! It's like the best Pink Floyd album." But like the more I hear it, it's like I think Pink Floyd has better albums than it. It's too like tight and they they don't use space as well as they do on their al- other albums it's it sounds more like i don't know it sounds like kind of claustrophobic talk- and it's it's kind of like one-sided like it's a concept album obviously but they i don't know i guess they tell a story but in a way that's cool but it's also not as important in a way because it's just like one very small idea over 44 minutes of Pink Floyd like being weird are you telling me dogs should be anything other than a 17 minute song I mean (laughs) because it shouldn't let's let's read the let's leave the Lyrics for dogs. Instrumentally, it's much. You got to be crazy. Like... You got to have a real need. You got to sleep on your toes, and when you're on the street, you got to be able to pick out easy meat with your eyes closed, and then moving in silently, downwind, out of sight. You got to strike when the moment is right without thinking. See, like it's very well written. And it's a very interesting idea. And it's deeply philosophical. Huh? Like, to, to, to read Animal Farm and then to apply it, not in a political setting, but, like, in a, in a business and modern day, especially in the music setting, you have to admit, like, how fucking genius Roger Waters was for writing this album. Like, I definitely think that Pink Floyd's best, best work. Um, is it their best work sonically though you could have the best fucking lyrics and message but if it doesn't uh, sound good production wise um, I the, the 
I sometimes I I'm not sure whether I like or dislike the fact that the intro and outro song, basically the same song with a verse change. I was gonna bring up that I don't like that. But it's sometimes it's cool. It like ties the different together pretty well. Okay, what the fuck just happened there? <laughs> I don't even know, man. Yeah. All right. You want to just flip a coin? <laughs> I have a coin right here. Animal. Okay. All right, who's heads, who's tails? Uh, Pink flag is tails. Dogs is... Or not dogs, fuck. <laughs> Animals is heads. All right. Wait, what was tails? Pink something. Pink I, I did not lose my All right. Yep, they won. That one. All right. I don't. I don't feel bad though because Pink Floyd has two other albums on the list already. Correct. There. All right. Cool. Nineteen seventy-eight. I win. <laughs> you do. I don't even remember what I picked. Um. Oh. Okay. It doesn't matter what you picked. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, yeah, Susie and the Banshees, The Scream, versus Some Girls, versus Kaya by Bob Marley. Why do we always have a fucking year like this on these lists, where it's just like, no one's album is that good? <laughs> I, I thought you'd pick... Uh, Talking Heads second album, Charlie. No, dude. Alright, Susie and the Banshees, the screen wins that one. Yep. Alright, 79, I'm willing to rip someone's dick off in defense of Hiroshima. Oh, geez, this is kind of a hard year. Let's fucking do it. (laughs) Okay. I'm willing to switch my album too because I, I picked good albums across the board for '79. All right, you want to form an argument for Hiroshima? All right, so the influence, let's be real, is not really there. Yeah. But, but for '79, that album was so fucking progressive. It didn't really sound like any other shit I've heard from the mid to late 70s. I mean, like, duh, there's influence from other outfits. But to be, like, Japanese people, you'd think they'd be a little out of touch with the um, popular music back Because they're genetically inferior than us. Oh yeah, well, I thought it was kind of interesting that they're like they're like descendants of prisoners of war or some shit. You read the vinyl thing, yeah, 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 and but like survivors of the bombing, yeah, and like it's weird that album's in like a weird purgatory where people know about it, but it's not super popular, but it's still really fucking good anyway. And I can, I will easily take 
hero sheet. I think it, so I think it used to be more popular. I'm kind of getting that idea because I see it pressed on vinyl like all the time, like when I'm digging through shit, like all the time. I see Hiroshima. I guess they just got like lost with time. Yeah, but they took they did the. <laughs> I was I was about to make a stupid fucking joke. They did the seven song album before Kanye made it cool. Is that album even seven songs? I think so. But yeah, consistent bangers. The singers are good. The production is great. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, for and Levi, you have it on your fucking collection, so. Yeah. See, this is kind of weird because I don't own Joy Division. I don't own Unknown Pleasures on vinyl, but I own Hiroshima on vinyl, and I own The Wall on vinyl. But I'm about to argue that this one is a better album than the other two. <laughs> or not better album, but I think it should win. Actually, do I? Let's just knock 10 points off the wall because of the nostalgia critic thing. I'm fighting dirty. I'm, I'm fighting dirty, dude. Mm. Yes, but can we can we say that fucking nostalgia critics, the wall resembles pink the wall even remotely close? <laughs> no, but I'm fighting dirty. That's a war crime, dude. You can't do that shit. Speaking of war crime, <laughs> my my band's Japanese, so <laughs> dude, I was <laughs> I was just watching Rick and Morty, and you know, did you even finish season four yet? Did either of you I've finish? Never, season? I've never watched Rick and Morty. You need to start. This shit was so funny, dude. Like, they were in the alien world or whatever the fuck, and then they were they were leaving the planet, and then they had an option to either recreate nine eleven or Pearl Harbor. That shit was funny. They did Pearl Harbor because you know, if they did nine eleven, Brick and Morty could have easily got canceled. I would say <laughs> Pearl Harbor as well. Less less reconstruction. And, you know, we won. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, look at us. We're still scrambling around in the Middle East. You know, <laughs> my mom drives a Toyota. I I think we know who the winner is there. <laughs> no, but if they did 9-11, they would have fought The Japanese. Yeah, but all I'm saying, though, is, like, I've heard a lot more funny 9-11 jokes than I've heard a lot more funny Pearl Harbor jokes. It's yeah, because no one makes important. Pearl Harbor it's jokes. Cult- yeah, it's more culturally important today and less like a <laughs> historical thing. Any any Pearl Harbor joke is almost 100% of the time a racial Japanese joke. And any 9-11 joke is... How are I, they, I mean, sometimes. How are those not racist? I, I, how are those more racist a lot than of- Pearl Harbor jokes? But but a lot of times, nine eleven jokes are just about are, are just about joking about the fact that how many thousand people fucking died and towers collapsed. No, it's usually a joke about some random fucking jihadist. 
<laughs> I literally have a meme. Charlie turned phone. 14 yesterday, so. <laughs> Alright, back to the music. <laughs> okay, so Joy Division with this album is like uh, instrumentally like way more progressive I think than um either of your albums not in the fact that it's more like musically complex and the fact that it in like ushered in a new era of culture and a new era of music and pretty much invented a new genre and it's it's also a breakthrough album it's an album that took music from the underground that and it propelled it into the mainstream, which because Joy Division later became New Order, which was a pretty popular like British pop band, kind of like a I don't know, I guess they're comparable to The Cure, but a little bit more like synthesizer. British pop, like Oasis. No. <laughs> I was just saying to be, uh, can I say retarded? Let's I mean, like I try not it. to, but I don't really care if you do. All right, cool. I guess I've already said it at this point. So, but I, we I also just talked again. about fucking nine eleven for two minutes. That is <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Go are you allowed to say like the Holocaust didn't happen, or is that? All right, let's. <laughs> that. <laughs> well, that's, Levi, that's. Co- we don't really need to talk about that because everybody knows that it didn't it's happen. It's literally fact. There's evidence. <laughs> they mass-produced Jewish dolls. <laughs> I legit told someone in like an Instagram comment section. They were like in all caps. It wasn't a joke, by the way, because they like kept arguing with people in the in the comments afterwards. They were like, "Holocaust didn't happen. If they wanted to kill the Jews, then why'd they make them work? That doesn't make sense." Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, okay, retard. How do people have like that genuine belief that it didn't fucking it's, happen? It's just purely racially driven. They think that like the Jews created it because they love money and oil, like any Jew would, and that and that they they hate <laughs> like they hate the Aryan race for being around, so they like used the holocaust is a scapegoat to like wait who's the fucking guy that said the holocaust wouldn't have happened if the jews had guns i forget who said that What's but i remember zero? i heard that <laughs> dude <laughs> Just... they should they should have they um dropped in faster so they could have looted more spots <laughs> yeah rap isn't music Lesson of the day: Don't be like the Jews and drop in at Dusty Divot. Is Dusty Divot still a thing? I haven't played Fortnite and damn near. There's a new app now, dude. dude what the fuck, man? Fuck Fortnite. Yeah, fuck. I'm giving this to. I'm giving this to Unknown Pleasure. Or wait, no, I already did that. I I think Unknown Pleasures should win. You want an argument? I think we'll yes. flip a coin again because fuck you. No. Yeah. 
This is my shit. All right, we're going to flip a coin twice. Wait. Who's going against who? Who am I going against first? Wait, 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 wait. Charlie didn't make an argument for the wall. Fuck his argument. I'm not I'm making an argument for the wall. Everybody knows the wall, and it's not as good as... Oh, you don't think it is? Okay. No. Then are we flipping? Also, I'm a little bit lucky. It's two to one. All right. Me oh, and yeah. Levi. That's true. There's no, it's two to one. I don't, we both I, don't care. I 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 don't fucking care. We're <laughs> flipping this coin. You want heads or tails? I want... Fuck tails. You. We're not doing this. Okay. <laughs> I fucking want suck my cock. Suck my fucking... <laughs> Well, I already put it. I already put it down as joy division. So bring, we we need to wrap this up. We still have to do like no, semifinals and stuff. All right, we'll do that next time. Swag. No, we're doing it now. We haven't even been recording long. We usually record for like an hour and a half. I was I was so fucking scared. I thought you were gonna say that we haven't been recording, or I was gonna be like, what? <laughs> Okay, the 70 is between After the Gold Rush and Pieces of a Man. I actually don't care which one wins this, to be completely honest. Uh, I prefer Pieces of a Man, but I have no preference. I mean, I just fucking contradicted myself with my words right there. Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. Charlie, do you have preference? Um, no. Well, shit. Um, I want to give it to After the Gold Rush. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. My little baby moving up in the world. Neil Young planned. Neil Young planned for this. This is like his life goal is to get some. 114 and 115 and 116 year old kid. Wait. <laughs> I'm not fucking 14, you ass. Who's 16 in here? Charlie. Wait, Charlie, you 16? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's weird. I don't like that. I don't like that shit. 72 and 73. It's literally just next to We have. Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust versus The Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. I want to give it to David Bowie, though. Dark Side of the Moon. But you don't even think that's their best work. You think... David Bowie. But it's Dark Side of the Moon. But it's David Bowie. David Bowie. But it's Dark Side of the Moon. I will agree as long as, as long as the wall wins or not the wall. Wish you were here. Um, for it that wasn't really a debate. Yeah, it definitely will. <laughs> that that was not. Okay, swag, David Bowie. Fucking Pink Floyd versus Frank Zappa. Actually, no. Let me not even disrespect Zappa like that. Zappa was the goat, man. It's just apostrophe is not better than Wish You Were Here. Yeah, apostrophe versus Wish You Were Here. That's an easy pick. So apostrophe is moving on. I'm just kidding. 
Okay. 76 versus 77. And we have Modern Lovers versus Pink Flag. Pink Flag. Yeah, Pink Flag. Cool. Sorry, Modern Lovers. I'm surprised they got that far, though. Okay. 78 versus 79. We have Hiroshima versus Susie and the Banshees. And I'm fine with putting Hiroshima on there. I would... Wait. Yeah, Joy Division. Why, why is... You fuck off, suck my cock. I want the coin talk. Yeah, we'll put Hiroshima and Joy Division on there. <laughs> White supremacy confirmed. Twenty twenty. Ah, that is some good H two O right there. Actually, no, it's not. Deer Park tastes like piss. <laughs> I hate Deer Park, man. Okay, what is the best water brand? Moving on to the finals. Fuck you. Okay. I want to get that question answered by someone. So, okay. The first choice we have to make is Neil Young after the gold rush versus Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. I want to go Bowie with this one. Yeah, I think I do too. I enjoy listening to After the Gold Rush like a lot more, but that probably wouldn't be very fair to put it above uh, Bowie. Charlie, you agree? Yeah. Stop doing that. Uh, this is not just... Shut up, puppy. Actually, stop. Is it your radio or is it just like... It, yeah, annoying. it is. I listen back and I'm not going to change that, so... Nice. Um. Now we have "Wish You Were Here" versus "Pink Flag," and that's obviously "Wish You Were Here," right? Sure. Yes. Wait a second. Well, "Wish You Were Here" just won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was. Well, yeah, we we can put both of these here. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Wish you're here, low-key one. Yeah. And you would. Swag. So are we doing doing one right after this? Another one-off. Even though though Animals was a better option. Shut up. That's such an unpopular and, like, snob opinion. That's such an art school opinion. Ew. Levi, hey, what do you think about our school girls? I dated one. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see, like, a group of goths at the mall, I go, art school on three, one, two, three. And then I get very wet, but it's okay. Because it's funny as fuck. All right, wish you were here by Pink Floyd is the best album of the 70s. Not really, you know what? but, like, that's just what came out. Um, no, what do you mean? This isn't opinion. This is fact. Because oh, yeah. everyone 
take music advice from early teenagers. Slash Actually, Anthony Fantano didn't say it, so it's not fact, is it? Shit. 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 After we get one for every decade of like the uh, like like the last hey, century I won, or some I shit, the 80s, so I'm chilling. Purple green in the eighties. Oh yeah, wait, guys, I I haven't won a bracket yet. Dude, you know what the fuck we should do? We should keep doing these, right? And then like have a big one where it's like. Oh shit! The top albums from each decade. Yo, that's literally what I just said. Did you say that? Your no one just mobile Wi-Fi probably cut out. No one listens to your opinion anyway. (laughs) Shut up, Josh. You're poor, and I can buy your entire family. That that was not. I could buy your speaking rights. Do you realize that? Do you know where I live? Do you know the people I know? Wait, how? I could buy you know the you people I know. Uh, this has been Thursday Voice. <laughs> yeah, wait, we actually started this on a Thursday. That's kind of cool. When is the last episode we actually published on a fucking Thursday? Episode one. Yeah, whatever. Okay, fucking. You guys want to do a one on after this because we weren't recording long? Sure. Alright, cool. Thursdays with the boys. It's definitely not Father's Day right now because we procrastinated. Um, Alright, fuckheads. We need an outro.